as surfers, we have a natural love for the ocean, being in the water and chasing thrills. Surfing and surf culture is at the core of Loose. We are a brand made for all-day thrill seekers, experience makers, and good time chasers. Inspired by the elements of surf that excite us the most, we create products begging for adventure, both into the water and out of the water. There's no stamp of approval needed to vibe with our tribe. So drop your inhibitions and get loose because fun feels better. Loose towels. Since 1991, Caballero Pools and Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earth Pack. Customized, eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, EarthPack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. EarthPack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. We're going international. We're going international. Yeah, we are. Our In guest, California. Our guest, our guest this week is from New Zealand that has made a name for himself in the water because he fucking rips. I don't think that's why. <laughs> but he has really taken the surf scene by storm on the World Wide Web. On the WWW? But unlike all the other internet sensations of pro surfers making a living from YouTube or vlogging with sick POV barrel clips charging enormous waves or novelty surfing, no. He has totally taken a different approach with his hilarious stereotype skits, parodies, and cleverness to, make, to poke fun at everything to do with surfing. We are huge fans and so stoked, so stoked to sit down with the one and only Luke CD CD Cederman. Woo! AKA Thanks guys, I'm gonna get myself in the pools too. AKA the Raglan Surfing. Thank course. you, yeah. thank you. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. It's my hot man out there. So let's get props, Stab. dude. Let's get props where we're at right now. You got props to where we're at right now. Yeah, we're in the in um, the stab boardroom. This is where they come up with all their fantastic ideas. This is where Stab in the Dark 
was actually the brain, you know, the brainstorming happened. Yeah, it was here in this boardroom. They were just like, what should we do? How can we make, make, cool. make money? And they were just like, <laughs> we'll, we'll do some board test. Because people love YouTube board reviews, right? Right. And they, they saw the success that people were having on YouTube board reviews. And they were like, let's upscale that and get some of the best surfers in the world on just mystery surfboards. And piss off a lot of shapers. And, well, no. They're, <laughs> they're giving, like, they're giving well, props no. to a lot of shapers. You know, I saw like the th- season three, I think they had someone that I'd never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's so, un- un- so many unbelievable shapers and they all ne- you know, need to be, you know, pay homage to on yeah. how good of craftsmen they are. Yeah. yeah. And they well, need a platform. I made all of that stuff up, by the way. <laughs> and that's just what I'm going to do throughout this entire podcast. There's that's gonna what we want. Yeah, we there's going to be a that. lot of shit that I make up, we, for sure. Yeah, we But that's that. just in my nature and I can't help that. Yeah. So don't blame me. Well, there's no fact get... checkers that listen to us, so... Oh, perfect. <laughs> we're, 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 we're stoking. We're just winging it. Yeah. Um, but before we get deep into the uh, Luke C.D. Cedarman story, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, Shoots Beer, because you fucking... Shoots? Hey, one pint, you guys. Not Bro. these little cans, not these little wussy cans. Look at that. Before we stepped into the stab, beautiful office here at Oceanside, we ate at Shoots Pokey and Beer. If you're in Oceanside, go check them out. You get yeah. a killer Poke Bowl with some sick, tasty but, beer. Not only do we get special treatment with the food, Chris hooked us up, but they also put an amazing yeah, uh, well, Raglan report off the menu. It's on the menu today. Maybe it'll stay. But we had a, a world famous Jack's Lynx uh, sushi roll. Yeah. yeah. And it that, was, that was that was amazing. That was one of the coolest things anyone's ever done for me. We turn up here and on the menu, I look, the first thing on the menu is... Jack Link's logo. In yeah, Jack Link's logo yeah. with Raglan Surf Report Masubi. I was like, well, yeah. obviously I'm going to order that because it's named after me. Yeah. We, we, it we, was we, fucking yeah. tasty, by the way. It was really good. Super yeah, by Jack Link's, by the way. But that is... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. But that I, is pretty rad. Yeah. That was very... I was rad. impressed. Yeah. Well, here we are. We're lucky that uh, CD is here for... Uh, this, this week and a half, stoked you uh, made time for us to sit down. Um, Why wouldn't he? He knows yeah. who we are. Yeah. Fuck. You know who Big we are? Time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get into <laughs> it. How, how did it all begin? How did your surfing world begin? Where did it start? Surfing world. In Raglan. Yeah, Raglan. In all places, yeah. Okay. Long left-handers. Um, and uh, I started quite late. Pretty late. Like 11. I mean, I'm talking late in, like, now standards. Yeah. Like, when sure. you see kids are pushed into waves at three, four years old. Yeah. So, I'm talking now standards. I was 11 was... 10 to 11 was kind of the normal age of getting into surfing, I feel like, back in the day. But when you yeah. live on the coast... Still. I mean, you're coastal, you, you do start a little bit earlier. Oh, sure. totally. Yeah. Like, a lot of my friends had started earlier, like, when they were eight or nine. But, you know, I was kind of into it late at 11. Which sounds crazy, because, like... 11, you're basically still a, an infant. Yeah, you know? pretty much. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I just kept kept doing it. I mean, as surfers do, like, you don't stop who, doing it. Who introduced you to it? Like, a dad, a friend, a brother? A, uh, a friend. A friend, friend yeah. And his, his family, they surfed. So, and, I mean, and growing up in Raglan, there's, there's not nothing else to do. There's literally nothing else to do. Farm yeah. or surf? No, no, that was pretty much it. Like, it was a small rural town. Like, it, it's either, um, you know, raise sheep or whatever it is. 
Um, I'm not even taking the piss. Like, literally, that's kind of what you do. Uh, or go surfing. And I was like, well, you know, I don't want to be one of the stereotypical New Zealanders who just has, like, these relationships with sheep. So I just went the surfing route. I don't blame you. Mm. So were you... So the family that... Are you, you were coastal, though. Like, you live by the beach. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Raglan, it's still... Like most people live in the town, which is still like a 10 minute drive to the surf. So when you're a kid, it's a little bit harder to get out there. Okay. So you have to have parents that are willing to, to take you out there. Otherwise you just hitchhike. And a lot of people, a lot of my mates would just hitchhike out to the surf yeah. when you're 10, 11 years old, which now, like you imagine a kid doing that, hitchhiking. Yeah. Can you imagine a 10 year old child hitchhiking We anywhere? talk about that a lot. Yeah. And yeah, when we were younger, we were able to do way more it was the world was a little bit safe was it safer we don't know but yeah. that's what we did what? yeah no i definitely wasn't safer yeah. but i think it was just like yeah i mean I, people were i guess more trusting of each other yeah back then i guess yeah yeah you know the gnarliest place to hitchhike was hawaii and in you would expect this is before phones like cell phones and you would call hey i'm coming in on this flight hope somebody's going to be there in a the car Hope the waves are flat because if fucking if the waves are pumping, nobody's driving. Yeah, and you just sit out outside with your board bag for hours, just hoping. And some more, most often than not, somebody be like, "Hey, you going to the North Shore?" Because they see the board bag, and you just hop in with some fucking stranger. <laughs> that's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it happened many times for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, people just wouldn't. You know, they're like, "Why did you know I was coming in?" All oh, the waves were fucking good. Because no one had cell phones. No, when you when you're talking about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A lot, lot harder to communicate with people and tee things up. Yeah. And if the waves are good, it's just like, it's no, pretty hard for someone to tear themselves away from good waves to pick someone yeah, up. No, you're driving to the other side of the island to pick you up. Well, we just interviewed this dude, Scott Scarborough from In Flight. And, you know, back in the day, you know, you would just jump in the back of a pickup truck with no seat belts, no, you know, whatever. Yeah. And just hitchhike and... and Back in the day, parents would you be were able to drink beers on the road. Oh, can you not do that here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can drink and drive in New Zealand. You just can't be intoxicated and drive. Got it. Yeah. Do they still let you drink though? Yeah, well, you can. You can have an open vessel while you're driving. Wow. Yeah. Because here you can't even have a, like an open beer in a car. No, right? no, it could be left yeah. over from the picnic last week, and it's in there, and you get pulled over for a traffic stop. They're like. Well, yeah. you're, you're fucking going to jail. Yeah. No, it's dry. Yeah. I swear. It's from a week ago. Yeah, the laws have definitely... There's a fucking bunch of idiots here. Yeah, yeah. that's a... For the best. A, that's a nanny state, man. <laughs> I'm not promoting drinking and driving or alcohol in cars, no. but like... Yeah. Eh, it's not yeah. that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so... I made it this far. So, so, 11 years old, what was your first board? Uh, it was called a rocket rocket yeah i just um, i just you know i hate to interrupt but i gotta get this him walking by what was it aaron from stab walking by i guess that's <laughs> what if we just did that every time he came by interrupted this Dude, just on the it. stroll so he actually is on the stroll he's heavy on the stroll <laughs> um i'll get back there. no no that's all good um my first surfboard was a it was called a rocket it was by one of the local shapers in in raglan because back then that was all there was like you're not getting surfboards from anywhere overseas like that wasn't happening so it was all 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 the boards were local yeah so 
um, yeah, I had this thing, it was, I think it was like six foot, and uh, it had a cool spray on it. Um, didn't go very well. In saying that, I couldn't surf at all because I was just beginning, so yeah. you don't actually know if a ball goes any good or not. And, and your spot is pretty world famous, and there's a lot of surfers and a lot of surfing going on. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of traveling surfers. Yes. It's, um, Raglan's probably the most well-known, well, no, it is, it's the most well-known spot in New Zealand for sure. Yeah. And it's like the most surf-centric town in the country. So that's where most of the surfing in New Zealand happens. Um, uh, which means, you know, we get the most crowded, you know, most crowds, uh, which doesn't bother me too much. Like, cause I am, I'm not an asshole in the surf, but I'm not like that generous. Yeah. I'm not that generous. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yeah. earned your spot. Yeah. 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 I like to think so. so. So when you're 11 years old, you get introduced to the surfing is, is the water, year round warm is it cold like I've never been there so I'm just asking questions that's you, I mean did you have do you have to wear wetsuits or yeah yeah had to wear a wetsuit like kind of yeah year round you're pretty much wearing a wetsuit okay when I was a kid I'd wear like a three mil and which was fine back then because you know I'd be paddling around a lot quicker a lot faster because I was like half the, a third the size I am now so I'd have a lot more energy and I'd be paddling around I'd stay warm um, but now, yeah, you're wearing a four mil in winter, booties. Some people wear, there's a lot of pussies now that are wearing hoods. Yeah. And, and winter. I, I see people wearing gloves and stuff, and I'm like, it's not actually that cold. <laughs> but I think they just have that feeling that, it, yeah. yeah, it's like a mental thing. Like wa- water or air, which gets colder, like air, right? So it's yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So you get the winds, and that's what kind of brings it chill. Yeah, water's the, not that bad. The, the water's not that bad, but like, yeah, midwinter with a southerly wind. Um, well, because in the southern hemisphere, that's where the, the cold comes from, obviously. Um, just a so, geography lesson for you guys, just yeah. in case. Um, from the on the flat, for the flat earthers, what side of the dome is that on? Yeah, so it's the, the bottom. It's at the bottom <laughs> of the, the planet. I mean, I'm not going to say the globe because we know it's not spherical. Um, but it's at the bottom. And so that's where the, the, the cold air comes from. So in winter, it might get down to... I mean, Fahrenheit, I have no idea because like the whole Fahrenheit thing is yeah. just stupid. Yeah. And you guys need to change that. It's about but in Celsius, it's like, maybe it's down to like five or six. Oh, the very coldest. Okay. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. What no, is. you have no idea what that is. <laughs> so, so that's, I mean, that could be anywhere between 48 and 64. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just throwing numbers out here because now, Fahrenheit uh, is stupid. Was it, uh, was surfing easy for you? Were you a quick learner? Like, how, how did that progression? No, I struggled at the start, and people used to make fun of me because I had a wavy back arm and I had a poo stance. And, uh... Kind of like Lennon? I don't know. I haven't seen you surf. I'll show you. You'll be impressed. Be fucking impressed. <laughs> yeah, well... I'm just giving you that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It is... For those, I mean, Raglan's been in numerous videos and, you know, yeah. post shot, you know, clips all the time. It's rocky. It's like, it's yeah, a rocky yeah, yeah. point. Is there like a learning beach break around there or did you just go straight out to Raglan? Um, no, there is. There's, so there's a, a beach um, at the end of the points. Yeah. So the further out you go, it's all, it's all point breaks. But um, where the waves end is all beach. So it's like a stretch of 
probably three kilometers. You guys did the math on that. Yeah. Um, and miles. Mile so, and a half. Yeah, mile and a half, roughly, um, of, of beach. And so, I mean, there's surf schools and everything there. So that's kind of where I learned. And then eventually made it out onto the, the treacherous point breaks. Yeah. Um, but now, a lot of people skip that step and then they just go straight to the point breaks where well, all the advanced surfers are. Because yeah. it, it makes sense. If you want to get good, you go where the, the good surfers are. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how terrible and dangerous you are. <laughs> you just, just put so, on the blinders and go straight. So going yeah. back to that in the learning stages, right, where, where you do pay your dues in the shittiest part of the point, right? Yeah. Um, who were you looking up to? Like, were your friends really good? Or is there like some local legends or pros that were like, whoa, that dude fucking rips. I want to, you know, that's who I want to be. Yeah. Who, who well, were your heroes back then? We, we kind of, in Ragnar, we had the probably the best surfers in the country. Um, there were a few guys in Gisborne it was Gisborne and Raglan had the best surfers in the country and I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks that's just factual mm-hmm. um, but there were guys like uh, like Maz you met Maz yeah. before? Yeah. Maz yeah, Quinn yeah Maz Quinn yeah. so he was like he was the best surfer when I was growing up and then had some local guys like um, Daniel Kiriopa and Emerson Tucker um, they were like the two best guys from Raglan but they were natural footers so it was kind of hard for me to like I looked up to them as great surfers but it was kind of hard to you know, translate to, you know, you're being a goofy footer, like watching natural footers. It's like, yeah, yeah. they surf good, but, mm, you know, and there wasn't really any awesome goofy footers. Huh. Yeah. So it was, everyone was just doing window wipers, you know, that the backside yeah. re-entry just no. down. And I was just like, oh. That's interesting that, that, you mm. know, backside is limited on maneuvers versus yeah. forehand, you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah, windshield wiper type yeah, surfing. Yeah. And, it's definitely hard to be uh, like creative, you know, unless you're really good, but just mo- mostly average people are just doing the little windshield wiper moves, you know? Yeah. But, but like um, when I was younger, the window wiper was the, <laughs> the, the move. <laughs> that was the move. Yeah. It was the move of the time. It was the window wiper. And, uh, and I, but I, I'd just watch videos. I'd watch a lot of surf videos. Like the ones that Jay was in, or the oh come um, on, no, no no no, you I don't did. have to say that. But then once hey, again, Jay's never footer, so it was it was hard to. You like, watch in the uh, mirror. It was, it was yeah yeah. I watched in the mirror. Yeah, I watched Jay's sections in, in the mirror. What what um, video are you talking about? Because that just you. just whatever ones he was in, whatever <laughs> ones he was in. Yeah, just all all the ones. I just fast forward. You know, I just wear out the VHS. Yeah, go just rewinding Jay's section, watching in the mirror. Um, that windshield wiper was so yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah. Like we know our surf scene here. Do you think your surf scene was? I mean, I don't know if you know what our surf scene was like back in the day, but what was your surf scene like? Is there a bunch of groms going to surf shops and and like hanging out? Like, what was your yeah, guys? yeah? No, that that was pretty much it. Like me and my friends would just go down to the one local surf shop. And just pester the shit out of everyone there. Like, we're just, oh, can we watch, like, what's really going wrong or whatever? Like, because there'd, there'd be a few videos that they'd yeah. have out and then we could go and watch. And we'd go down there, like, every weekend and we'd, like, call up our friends on the landline. Just like, yeah, let's go down the surf shop and, you know, watch a surf movie and, yeah. you know, scrounge around for a few dollars to get some fish and chips or whatever. And, um, yeah, that, that was kind of like the surf culture when I was growing up. But, um, yeah, don't see that shit anymore. Dude, it's a different landscape now. How amazing was that to we, go to the shop and 
look at the magazines, look at the cool new product, all the yeah. boards, you know, yeah. like, I mean, as a kid, there was very few boards for kids back then. If any, they'd never have like a kid oh, board, nothing. Nothing. but you would still just like, I mean, go in there and look, just, analyze everything. Yeah. Just geek out and fucking wait. And you look what? at the guys behind the counter like, do you get paid to fucking be in here? Yeah. You, you know? get paid to hang you out in this place? You get paid to hang out. I want to be like yeah. you. It's like, this is, it's insane when you think about it. Like you're, you're a kid and you just, you're absolutely fizzing to go and hang out at like this place of work. Like yeah. someone, like the person behind the counter is like, oh, these little shits again. Yeah. Like I'm just so stoked to be here. And so, then you grow up and like, man, I just, yeah, I don't want to go near surf shops now. So you got lucky being a goofy footer at one of the best lefts in the world. Well, lucky or unlucky, it depends how you view window wipers. Because <laughs> um, when I was younger, I thought I was kind of unlucky because everyone was doing window wipers and I had to kind of like figure the whole being a goofy foot thing out myself. Yeah. What, what, did you skateboard before? Like, how did you know you're goofy prior to? Were you a skateboarder? Yeah, like, skateboarding, yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. usually like beforehand you know before yeah. you surf most people are sometimes put, yeah mostly but yeah yeah no i started skateboarding before i surfed but but being out of a point like raglan you would think the majority of the surfers would be goofy foot if they had a choice based on where they lived and you know yeah. like I, you know we, we grew up in beach break so it's kind of like whatever but if you yeah. you know you look at some of the best surfers it's kind of mixed bag based on, you know, like it, whether they grew up in the left point or right point, mm. it's not like dominant, but I'm just like, as far as the locals, you would think, yeah, I don't know. No, there are some people who started off as natural footers and then they changed switch. their stance. Yeah. They switched stance to goofy so that they could, you know, be a goofy footer on a left hand point break. Yeah. Which is crazy to think, but I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause I'm sure it's happened quite a bit over the years in the different surf spots all over the world where dad's like wait no 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 we're at a right point break you can't be a goofy footer mm. you know or if somebody's right. coaching you into it yeah for sure that happens but if you're just kind of like you know going with what's natural to you you know yeah. you, you know most of the best ways in the world are right it seems yeah. like i love that guy i would not care growing up like on a left point break being yeah. regular, I have no problem, you know, but some people prefer going front side and, you know, versus backside. But. Do you ever go backside? Well, I mean, it's hard because like most of the time I am at home and there are five left hand point breaks, three minutes drive from my house. <laughs> so it's like, because people ask me this all the time, so you do you even go right ever? And it's just like, I do. But the thing is like, there are five world-class left-hand point breaks, three minutes drive from my house. Yeah. And there are not many right-handers, but I do go right. Um, I just never ever get filmed. There's no evidence of it, really. Yeah. But uh, I do enjoy going back. So. So. You're eleven. How long did you quick? You know, did, wh who was your first sponsor? And did you do? Was there co like amateur contests or? Yeah, we we had a bunch of contests. Um, first first sponsor was um, Town and Country. What? Yeah. They were they were quite big in, in Raglan in New Zealand at the time. They're fucking big all Everywhere. over. They yeah. were big, like in yeah. the you know like early mid nineties and yeah yeah and um so they had their, their Archie wrote for them and Christian Fletcher wrote for yeah them. Archie and came over like Archie Sunny Johnny Boy like they'd come over and do do trips to Raglan every yeah. now and then. There's a few like contests on, um so I got to see them surfing, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they were, they were actually quite big in New Zealand, like around the mid nineties, mm. they had uh, an office and warehouse in 
just out of Raglan. Um, but yeah, they, they were my first sponsor and I rode for them for like for, oh, three years. Nice. Something like that, yeah. How did that relationship start? Like, they, you go after them or they go after you? or? No, they came after me because they were just like, look, we know talent when we see it. And you're probably in the top five um, 13-year-olds in this town of 500 people. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so they were just like, yeah, they, they picked me up. Um, but there were like three, three or four guys in Raglan riding for them at the time. And like the best surfers in Raglan were riding for them. So it was like a pretty big thing. Like, yeah. That was the main brand. Not Quicksilver or Billabong. Like none of them. It was like town and country was yeah, the main brand. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Mm. Now, did, was it clothing? Was it boards? Was clothing it, and boards, yeah. Clothing and boards? And boards, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they had one of the local shapers had the license for town and country. So yeah. he was doing it there. Now, did... That's so funny. So did you have to do contests first or did they... Did you just get on because of your talent? Because that's usually uh, the, the case like around that era of, you know, yeah. contest results and, yeah, Port being the standout in the town. Yeah. No, I think, I think it was just because they saw me surfing, like the guys, everyone was in Raglan. So yeah. that's seen me surfing, you know, ever since I started. So they're like, oh, yeah, he surfs pretty good. Because yeah. I don't even think I've done any contest, like, before they picked me up. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What, what was the surf shop called? Do you remember? Uh, there's a surf shop, Raglan Surf Co. Okay. Yeah. And now it's, I mean, it's booming now. Now there's two, two shops. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, uh, it, do they carry all the brands you're were, you were talking about now? Like Quicksilver? Yeah, yeah, like they're, yeah. You know. Yeah, they, made, they eventually made it down to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's interesting, brand. like, you know, people don't know how remote and, like, rural, like, that area you're from, you know? Like, they think it's, like, this booming, like, surf city or something. It's not, mm. you know? Nah, nah, it's not really. Population's pretty small, right? Yeah, I think the population of Raglan's, like, 5,000, which is, what's that? That's 0.1% of 5 million, which is the population of New Zealand. That's meaningless stats, but yeah, there's like New Zealand's five million people. We're fact checking this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just it's quick maths. Yeah. It's not accurate maths. <laughs> so, so you get sponsored by town and country. Yeah. So there's your board and your clothing. What about wetsuits or, or yeah, wetsuits? Oh, uh, West. You know West. West. West? Yeah. yeah. West was yeah. Is that big. from Australia? No. That, West yeah, that's from West yeah. Oz. Yeah. Yeah. West and awesome. for some reason someone had the license and I think yeah someone in Raglan I think had it had the license for it so yeah I mean it was all just people in the you know vicinity that were, were doing the brands you know um, but yeah West and then what else do they have like Arnett nice yeah yeah man sponsored it, it was yeah. like 13 or 14 was putting those like fucking killer. labels on you like, know yeah. with, the, with the custom air spray you know and I mean yeah. you get the stickers and put them on your board and then have your you know friends see that oh shit mm. Luke's on the fucking Arnett Luke's yeah. on the fucking town and country it meant nothing though where, you know, where I was like really? I had my group of friends and they were kind of all sponsored as well and then I went to this shitty school like out of town that no like because no one cared about surfing like in New Zealand it's all like rugby it's like rugby or if you're a chick it's netball you guys even know what netball is? Nope. No. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And rugby, I mean, people don't even play rugby here, but that's like what our nation hangs its head on. Yeah. It's like rugby. Like, that's our thing. So if you're growing up and you're not playing rugby, you ain't shit. Did you play rugby? I didn't play rugby. No. 
Never? No, I don't like it. Fucking no. surfing. Yeah, surfing. 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 But he looks like a rugby player. He should have been a rugby yeah, player. I, I probably would have been more successful as a rugby player. Although I would have severe CTE and wouldn't be able to walk probably now, but yeah. I could have been successful. Yeah, for the yeah, yeah for for two years time or before you're fucking broken. Yeah, well, exactly. Did you guys have a junior guards program or any other like summer? Like, did you guys just surf or did you guys oh like uh, clubby sort of stuff yeah like um, club club or like lifeguard lifeguard yeah like I mean they, they had it but in, it's always like it's always been a rivalry between surfers and, and clubbies yeah and like Australasia so yeah it, nah, it was never really anything I got into and, and what was you know you started getting good surfing you know it's kind of hard to leave when you're when you're living at a really good mo- you know place to surf most mm. people like want to travel because they want to go to exotic waves and good places. You live in a place that has fucking killer surf. Yeah. So where, like, where did you? What was your first like? I want to surf, go on a surf trip. This is where I want to go. I like, know. I, I just started going to Bali when I was like fifteen because they'd have the World Junior Championships there. Yeah. And I got selected as the second reserve, whatever that means. Mm. So in the under sixteen, so I was well, like, in the I was. In the wine world, that's actually a really good quality. In the wine world? <laughs> Unfortunately, this was not the wine world. This was this like a reserve. junior, the... amateur, under 16 surfing. So it was very So like different. second alternate. Yeah, yeah, basically second alternate. So I had to be very crafty with tampering with either water or like maybe some Tonya Harding sort of incident <laughs> to get my way into the team, which I couldn't bring myself. Well, we wax your board? Yeah. So, so, so yeah. No, just just walk down this dark alleyway um, <laughs> late at night, and uh, yeah, good luck with those um, patella and ACLs. Uh, but nah, it was yeah. I didn't. Bali was your first. I kind of made the team, but didn't make the team. But yeah, Bali was the first kind of. And that was with like a trip. New Zealand team. Yeah, yeah. So, and the the problem with that was that Bali at the time and still to this um, day. It doesn't have a um, drinking age. Mm. So when you're 15 and you're overseas and you can go out to these bars and get pissed, which means two or three beers, um, and you're away from home, your parents aren't around, it's just, it's on. Game on. And it's not a good environment to be in. And we got, we we didn't get in trouble, but we got criticized by everyone else for being deadbeats. Were you mad for having fun? Were you for having fun, yeah, for being kids yeah. in a, a, a foreign in a country that could drink. Um, exactly, yeah. It's just like we're not breaking the law. We're, you know, it's yeah. all good. We're, you're big dude. Yeah, one hundred, hundred and two. Were you? You were one hundred and two, fifteen. No, 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 no. I wasn't big then. Big. No. You weren't. You were still fifteen, kind of. Really. Yeah, just small. Yeah. Because that, you know, that does play an effect of like, you know. You're looking at kids. I don't know. He could be 18, 19, or he could be 12. But, you know, you know like as far as the, the age, and yeah. it's really hard to predict. So if you're a big kid at 15, then you nobody would question yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think I was. No. No, I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I was <laughs> kind of small. I think when I was like 16 or 17, I got, I got a lot bigger. So is, is there a big amateur, like, circuit in, in New Zealand? Mm, there was. There used to be, like, maybe... Six con- six contests a year. Wow. And there'd be a bit of prize money in some of the contests you win like three grand. Um, so there, there was a there was some incentive to actually do the do the events, but now I think there's maybe two or something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you guys have board riders clubs like Yeah, yeah, we got board riders clubs. Okay. Yeah, kinda of every surf town has their own board riders club. Are you part of one in your No, nah, I'm not. 
No, I just there's some politics went down many years ago. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, no, I just I just I just can't really be bothered with it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely like, I mean that's you know kind of like a, a clubhouse so to say for for you know for surfers you know like the, mm. you know to be yeah. part of that you know whether you're doing the amateur contest or the junior pros or whatever you know there's always that local you know hierarchy status you yeah. know like to beat all the rest of the coops in your town yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty much right. I, I mean, good for the kids. rights is kind of like that and you're usually getting you know you having parties and, and drinking piss and barbecuing or doing something you know like, yeah the social aspect i think is Rose club is the main is yeah the main thing yeah i mean that's kind of yeah that's what we enjoy i think the most right yeah so you're 15 you got chosen to be on the new zealand team you didn't get to surf in the contest no in ball no lucky okay. for all those other kids because yeah. yeah yeah where did they where did they hold the contest do you remember and the glorious polluted closeouts of Cooter Beach. Yeah. yeah. Halfway? halfway? I don't even house. know if it was half. No, it must have been halfway because that's the only place that resembles a bank on that beach. Yeah. Yeah, I think was, it was halfway. Was that the first time you were in Bali? Yeah. 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 And it's. Ulu, Ulu, you get, yeah, so the contest is there, but mm. you guys are there for a while going to surf other spots. I think I went out to Bingen once, but. I was out there and some old guy yelled at me and terrified me so I paddled in. I'm not even sure to this day if he actually yelled at me or if he was yelling at someone else, but I was yeah. just like, <laughs> just this little 15 year old kid, I was like, oh, I'm going in. And um, What a yeah. great little wave though, huh? Being? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's like a kid's dream, that wave. Yeah. yeah. Does it get, you know, it's perfect at the, you know, yeah. just the foot overhead and, you know. Yeah, not too far off the yeah. beach. No, it's perfect. Yeah. It's like, yeah. a little shallow, but. Yeah. Did you get no. to do Padang or uh, Uluwatu? No. Nah, not then. No, nah, not till I was, I think I was like 16 when I went back a couple of years later. 16 or 17. And, and surfed Padang then. Didn't surf early, but surfed Padang. Yeah. And um, that's a good wave, eh? That's uh, a very good wave. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it has good. Its moments, yeah, it's pretty you know, good. It's all right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. hard to get a wave out there now, though. I went out there last year and it was like kind of double overhead and just perfect but there is no way I was getting a wave no. I understand that though like if, if that was my local like all me and my mates would just be like mm, we're going to get every wave yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's trading yeah you gotta make you gotta befriend some of the locals and you know I know that, that's what I started doing this year I was yeah. just trying to you know get in there with some of the local guys and hey, hey guys. yeah I'll go right you go left yeah. you know? yeah. we'll put a couple of those <laughs> out yeah. first go right at the <laughs> Yeah, split the peak. Hey, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to like get yourself in there. You go left. You are. are you sure? Are you sure about that? I've seen some good rights come through, man. Yeah. No, but that. I mean, that's your. That's pretty much the only angle. Get really, really, really lucky, or or kind of you know. You just have to be lucky and yeah. or, or you know misses yeah. the wave or falls on the wave. Yeah. Hey, right. you just got spit out the last six waves. You think I could take this inside, yeah. please? Like. Sorry, no. <laughs> it's so perfect, though. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's. it's it is, I mean, it's, it's not amazing. really. You should never go there, you guys. We're not yeah. promoting. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. That no, one wave right. that's so good, they had to name it twice. I heard <laughs> shark, sharky too, right? Like, it, it is. No, they've had a problem with tiger sharks this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Well, they saw one. I heard <laughs> they're they're bigger and their teeth are sharper. In yeah, just recently. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, recently in Bali. They've been feeding those fish like. Yeah, sharpening. Sharpening. <laughs> no, 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 gnawing no. on the reef and sharpening their teeth. I, 
I mean, that's funny, but it's not funny that the fucking shark level of sightings and, and, and activity and stuff, I think the last two or three years... It's All been, over the world. It's been crazy, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. I, I think social media has a lot. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that is people's access to, like, recording devices. Yeah. So you, you see it and... Uh, and then shark chumming. You know, everyone's out there chumming for sharks. No, <laughs> no but it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's probably a lot of social, more social media driven, you know, viral mm. stuff than it is in reality. But yeah. it just seems fucking a lot more sketchiness. I, so, I noticed that in the New Zealand media, like it, it's crazy the spike in sharks that are in the ocean. Like there's some, must be something to do with the cold water. They don't like it. But in New Zealand in summer, there's way more shark sightings. In New Zealand, the media just all over there. Like there are more sharks in the ocean, and in it, the they summer, don't. In yeah, summer, in the summer, and they yeah they don't really take into account the fact that there's no one at the beach in winter. So um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the, the yeah. main thing. Yeah. So it's like oh, there's so many sharks. It's like so and so saw a shark. This guy saw a shark. And it's yeah. like well, there's nobody fucking here. Yeah, there's other, no one here in winter. Yeah, nine months out of the yeah. year. That's interesting too. Like I just don't yeah care for them. So what what were your ask for like? You, did you do the amateur contest? Mm. Would you podium? Would you make the finals? And oh, yeah, not nah. I wasn't very good. <laughs> nah. Um, you have some stiff competition. Yeah, there were there were quite a few good surfers, like young guys, like around my age. Um, but I wasn't very good. And then I think when I was like seventeen, I won because they had like an under eighteen circuit, and I won like half the events and won the the circuit. I think and did all right in the open. And then I was like, awesome, I can, you know, sort of, that was the only time it actually clicked and I started making heats. I was like, awesome, I'll, I'll go to Australia and I'll do some pro juniors and see how that goes. And then I went there and lost every heat straight away. And I was just like, oh. They're all in rights? Um, <laughs> they were all right-handers, yeah, there were no left point breaks. So I was just like, what the hell? I'll be traits and rights. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I mean, <coughs> Australia is probably, you know, the, craziest competitive you know oh, like yeah. circuit uh, yeah because that so yeah. many good surfers there yeah. isn't it a trip like here you are and this goes you're the for, best of your town and then you go yeah. over there and you're like that, that's it like you you get to a certain level in your home right and you're like fuck man i can surf pretty fuck good you know and then you go to australia and you're like Holy shit, like everyone says everyone yeah. fucking that grandpa is ripping, mm. you know, like that, same same thing in I mean, everywhere you go there's somebody ripping in California. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Too many fucking surfers. There's so many yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so popular now, eh? And there are so many good surfers now. Yeah. It, so, it's uh it's kind of a bummer. So but we need it. Yeah, your, uh, it's good. We need good and bad. Was your did it ever come across to you or become an aspiration of becoming a pro surfer? Of course. Nah, come not really. On. Nah, well, I, I just never had any confidence because I was just like, I didn't do very well in contests. And then, you know, New Zealand's so small and there's no kind of, there's no avenue to uh, kind of progress. But um, no, like competitively, I was like, nah, I'm not that good at comps. So then I just focused more on like, Photo, photos and videos and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'd work with yeah, I'd work with the photographers in New Zealand and 
And back then, there was like a little bit of money in the surf industry for marketing budgets. Yeah. So yeah. if you got a photo in a magazine, which was the only outlet for surf media, then you know you sponsored flicky a little bit of money and stuff. So it was, it was actually you could you could make a little bit of coin off that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but if you wanted to do the like the competitive surfing, you would probably would have had to relocate to Australia yeah, like yeah. full time, or at least during the you know competitive yeah. you know like half the year or whatever, yeah. you know, which would have been expensive or as maybe even more than just flying back and forth, you know? Yeah, it's a big, bold step and it's full of right-handers as well. So yeah. I was like, hmm, I don't know about that. And fucking a lot of good surfers. Yeah, what, a lot what, of good uh, What was your first photo in the mag? And what mag? Oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Didn't New Zealand have their own, like, surf, like, zine, like, mag? Yeah. Yeah, there were like two or three magazines, I think. Oh. And uh, yeah, they, they did pretty well. Because that was, you know, back before, you know, the internet, you know, everything was yeah. popping off yeah. online. Um, so that was the only way that you'd get to see anything surf related. Because so. Australia had what, uh, Surfing Life, Tracks, and Waves. Surfing Waves. World. Surfing Sur- World. Surfing World. You know, so they, you know, I, I don't remember... New Zealand. I don't know if. No, you wouldn't have seen it. No one even saw it. That well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I didn't know if you guys considered like because you're you know close together. That would you know for publication wise, but you got surfing, you got surfer, you got all the publications from all over the world. Yeah, right? yeah So it's yeah. like that's your, that's your surf that was, knowledge. Like that was what connected us. Yeah. yeah to the outside world. Of Before surfing. the internet, you know, yeah. the World Wide Web is like the magazines, and we talk about how, you know, the magazines were so influential and they you know you, you got one a month or you know whatever subscription you got whether it's at the surf shop just reading their shop copy or getting your house like that was what you studied all month mm, and then the yeah. next month whole new book you know and you'd study yeah you know? and, and you'd know like you'd know kind of every surfer in the magazine who ever had a photo and it was just like when you're a kid you're like that guy's a legend yeah he's got a photo in a surfing magazine or that well, i want to go to that it if you get yeah. something printed in the magazine. Yeah, totally yeah what about video parts with did you guys have local um, filmers and, and yep, yep. people that uh, made local videos of all the local pros and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we had all that. But again, like it's the distribution of that. It was like, how are, you, how are other people going to see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it started off, there'd be guys that would make a film and on VHS and would go into a few surf shops and stuff and then later on then when DVDs came out and then I'd chuck it on the on a magazine. Yeah. Um yeah. And that was kind of yeah throughout the two thousands they they kind of did that. Yeah, DVDs came out and then they, they started attaching them to like board short sales or like, you know, gift with purchase. Remember they were yeah. like they were fucking mm. it was going nuts like it was it's a bummer because when it was VHS, you would have to buy these fucking things. Yeah. And then when it was DVDs You'd also have to buy those things. And then, I don't know what happened, but it, yeah, like you said, all of a sudden, clothing companies were just making them and putting them in the magazines and, and giving them away for free. Mm. And that's what kind of, I forget who we talked to about that. Like, it used to be, you know, you'd have to buy them and then collect them that way. And then when they started, like, giving away, and almost everybody started giving away, it lost its fucking like luster. I have know? so many boxes of VHS tapes of Dude. fucking just like <laughs> I don't I don't want to get them 
transfer because it's fucking expensive. But you know, it'd be cool yeah. to have that mm. that that shit. Like you know, yeah. digitize mine. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, because uh, you know. So what was your aspirations like? What did you want to? Were you good at school? Were you? Nah, I sucked at school. <laughs> what, nah. what were the parents' aspirations for you? For you? And did you? You know, nah, they were just like, do what, do what, do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you happy. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> nah, but um, nah, I always wanted to get into like making videos and stuff. Like since I was a little kid, like that was always my thing. Was like kind of doing entertainmenty sort of stuff and, and videos. And then I went to, I went to like film school for a couple of years. Oh. Um, after high school. And, uh, but then that kind of just put me off because I don't know, some of the like teachers and stuff were, you know, kind of dickheads. And I was like, no, oh, I don't really want to be in this industry. If, like, it wasn't as like creative this. and fun versus it was just yeah. like more, you know, yeah, like, it was book, book work driven. Yeah, it was real eggy too. Like a lot of the, the people that I was in class with, they were um, like kind of kiss asses and yeah. they thought they were fucking so awesome. And I was just like, oh man, I don't want to be around people like this. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going surfing and then. Yeah. You know, Isn't to... it a trip that, you know, surfing is so, like, there's definitely dicks that are surfers mm. and pretentious surfers, but for the most part, your stereotypical surfer is a lot more easygoing. Yeah, very true. you got to, you know, well, we're more welcoming than if not. You're, mm. If you're cool, a lot of doors open up and a lot of accessibility and, yeah. like, you know, things, you know, kind of more opportunity if you're a fucking dick then yeah. like you're kind of outcast pretty quick yeah you know yeah. that's just in life in general but the surfing world is well because it's so small big. yeah it's so small and everyone knows everyone so it's like if someone's a dick yeah they kind of yeah yeah it's a little bit more difficult for them so you at an early age you're already into obviously you you, you have this personality of kind of fun joking or you know mm. and then you, your passion was a little bit of that editing slash filming side yeah, yeah I mean how did those you know like what was you know like Lennon said like what was your if surfing was your life how were you going to make money like what was your aspiration to what were you doing yeah, good question yeah I no <laughs> idea you know we saw it figured it out yeah <laughs> I have no idea I was just like alright I'm going to I'm going to be like a free surfer okay. and kind of did that and, and like, making a little money through yeah, photo yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah, made a little money through that, and then. Do you have any side hustles like smelling, smoking, you know, oh. weed, or like? <laughs> nah, I don't know if smoking weed is a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you, yeah. how you hey, monetize that. I'm looking really cool. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can do OnlyFans of that now, probably just like smoking weed. But like back then, there wasn't that avenue. What What was your like first job? Like, how did you? Oh, I can't even remember. Like, probably like a teaching at a surf school or something like that. Nice. Yeah. That's actually a fucking pretty rad job. I think yeah. you know, like. Yeah, you're babysitting. You're, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're 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 at the beach. Yeah, and you're getting paid to be down there. You yeah. know, but yeah, you're dealing with you know. I just get cold nuts. knees and ankles all the time because it wasn't that nice. Yeah. yeah, but so surf school. You work at the surf shop. Did you? Nah, never never did retail. Nah, nah. good for you. Yeah, and then <laughs> good for you. <laughs> No, no, I can't, no, I can't even remember what else I was doing. So you, you're a, you were talking earlier. You're a big LA Lakers fan. Yeah. So yeah. how how does that how does a guy from New Zealand discover the Lakers? Well, if you're into basketball and the NBA, which I have been since I was a kid, you kind of 
And you want to support a team. So, well, what one do I support? And then I started... The one that always wins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the Lakers were like in the midst of their three-peat. And I was just like... I just I really started to get more into basketball then. I was like, all right. I love Kobe. Kobe was my favorite player. And I was yeah. just like, all right, Lakers. That's my team. So, Black Mamba. Yeah. He was the best. Yeah. yeah. He was amazing. Uh, R.I.P., man. We missed yeah. that guy. He was fucking... He was gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. sucks and it would have been so cool to see what he was going to do after basketball too. Because he'd won like a, an Academy Award or, or something like that. For yeah, sure. yeah. That, um, yeah. That most short story mm. cartoon movie that, yeah. Yeah, definitely robbed too, robbed too early because most people that have that talent, that's that's their legacy, their peak. And I felt like he was, that was just the beginning of what yeah, he was totally. going to accomplish. Yeah, he had that mindset where he could, you know, just do anything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we were, Super Laker fans for yeah. sure, and yeah. I say super because like we we're gnarly. Yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you would. Pre, you would get along with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pre, pre kids and wives like <laughs> Lakers. Okay, what? There's four, only four games this week. Fuck! Come on. Well, I'm so stoked the season's starting again. Yeah. Yeah. My wife would get so mad because yeah. I'd just be yelling at the TV. Yeah. You know what the fuck. Like she'd go, can you go to Jay's house? No, he, he, <laughs> got, he got a boycott from my house because it was potty mouth. Oh, <laughs> I uh, almost went to jail in Mexico for fucking up their bar. Like the eyes rolled. I was drunk. Mm. Uh-huh. And it was the point four Derek Fisher. Oh, shot. yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we were in this. You know they changed the rules after that shot. No, they did. did they, they did. They changed the rules, and they were like, it was something um, where they were like, it has to be within point two or point four for it. No, it was within point four, I think, for a catch and shoot. Yeah. So they changed that rule after that shot. Huh? That's fucking yeah. crazy. because I think there was so much dispute about whether he got it off in time or. Yeah. Whatever. And he did. He did. You know, because the shot counted, but yeah, apparently but it was, it was too close. Change. Yeah. That's fucking wild. But yeah, it was the beginning of this, it's called the SEMA, Surf Industry Manufacturers Summit mm. in Cabo. It was my first like work trip for this company I, I was working for. And, you know, you're, we get at the airport, we're raging at the airport, we get to the hotel, we're raging at the hotel, and then um, the game's on. And everyone's just three sheets to the wind, right? And that that game in particular, if you remember, uh, Tim Duncan. He had that bank shot. He yeah. banked a three pointer. Was it a three? A three yeah. fucking pointer. And we were up by the guy I, that yeah, doesn't. I think shoot we were up by yeah. one, right? We were up by one, and he banked it, and then there was eleven seconds left. Something no, like no, because Lakers won by one in that game. Yes, because of that shot. So they were up. Uh, Lakers right by two, and he had that three. Fuck, must have been yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. But, anyway, but yeah, eleven seconds left. He bakes the shot. They're winning now, right? And then you know there was like eleven seconds left, and then like foul, foul, foul. Will the time down to point four? And dude, there's like ashtrays flying. They're, over my they're head. like in Cuda at the the happeningest fucking bar. Like that's yeah, Cabo. Yeah. Like it's not just this it little, was a like, full like, bar. These places are raging. Yeah, it's, it's raging. Yeah, yeah, everyone's there's hardly any Dallas or uh, 
San Antonio fans, but there were some <laughs> in there. And all of a sudden, that .4 shot, four point four shot goes in, and I black out. I must have blacked <laughs> out. And dude, I stood up and I grabbed the table, fucking flipped it over, grabbed the chair, and started bashing. Wow, you're a psycho. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I've never done that before. Wait, how many beers have you had since we've been done? <laughs> He's a lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, so everyone ran out of there, and it was a surf industry. All your peers, yeah, all yeah, the people. Yeah. It's not like you're gonna get away with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> here I am thinking, oh shit, like we, we ran out of there, didn't get caught. And that night we're sitting, you know, there was a big opening dinner, and everyone's sitting at the tables outside, and I'm drinking a beer, sitting on this like little lawn fucking fence, and all of a sudden, the management comes up to mm. me, and they're like, you, you're going to jail. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, that, that, that wasn't me. And they had a digital camera, and they had pictures of, oh, that's not you? That's yeah. not you? That's oh, not you? And no. I'm just like, oh, shit. Got kicked out of there. It cost <laughs> me three grand. Shit. Yeah. Out of pocket. Which is, which is probably... Was it worth that easy. shot, though? Because yeah. they ended up losing to Detroit in the finals, so... Yeah, yeah. that was a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> but so you know, sport-wise, like you were mentioning, it's like rugby and surfing are kind of the two sports. But surfing yeah, still, like, no, surfing's not rugby. Rugby is the sport. Yeah, but surfing's not even celebrated there, really. Nah, not really. Gosh, no. that's crazy. Uh, from from our world, it seems like it, it's a big rich surf rich like country. Yeah. Maybe it's just because your fucking waves are so good. And yeah, the, the waves are good. It, it's, yeah, it's really fun, but it's still... Yeah. Small. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't really... I mean, so them. we, you know... At least I eat a lot of meat out of New Zealand because it's like one of the best places for, for you know, carnivore, you know, whatever. Mm. Oh, it's great to be a carnivore. You know? What like what what are opportunities for like what are your classmates you graduated what do they go on and do are they all in New Zealand or are they like balance like what do people I think, yeah a lot of people just stay in the same town um, pop out kids at like fifteen and really? <laughs> <laughs> oh there were a couple like that there were a couple but um they're nah, everywhere yeah like all my mates have yeah, they've just gone on to I don't know just live all around the country just do different stuff like yeah. Yeah, because that you know it's always interesting you know like when you live in a place with maybe not as much opportunity you know because it's not a big you know commercial city or something you know like I'm just curious if you live in a little rural town and fucking killer surf spot like what do people do yeah yeah you, you know well, a, a lot of people to? yeah a lot of people have to like, move to Auckland city yeah, go get yeah. a real job and you know yeah yeah I did that for a while I had to you know go to Auckland and. Um, a lot of people do that or move out of town there's like a, a city close by that people commute yeah. um, every day which is it's not too bad um, but yeah and then I, I guess more people are working remotely too so there's a lot of people that are moving to Raglan yeah um, like young families and that sort of thing that happened quite a bit here too oh yeah I bet yeah. it was like the whole um, post-covid boom yeah. when everyone was just like whoa I don't have to be tied down to my desk in this shit city okay I'll go somewhere else yeah yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. Surfing kind of sucks too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Surfing blew up. <laughs> Surfing did blow up. Yeah, it's gone pretty. Did, mean did you guys it. see it too? In in your neck of the woods, like, well, it's hard to say because like Raglan's kind of always 
sort of crowded. There's yeah. always like you know quite a few people. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. But from what I've heard, like a, a lot of people have been experiencing, you know, the the post COVID surf boom. Yeah, we, I, you know, we're, I think we're still feeling it, you know, like, yeah. I, th- I feel like there's we're a lot more people it. in the water, not the caliber of, of surfers, you know, that, you know, yeah, yeah, learning at 10 or 11 and, you know, now they're in their adulthood. It's like a lot of adult learners. Yeah, yeah there, there's yeah. not, there's not a lot of, yeah, the surfers who have been doing it their whole lives. It's all these new people that have started in their 20s or 30s or whatever, and they've missed those crucial years of surfing where you kind of. You learn everything, uh, not just about the riding of the waves, but just the etiquette and the culture and yeah. that sort of thing. We talk about that a lot. Yeah, like yeah. How surf schools, it's like, why is there a surf school right here in the middle of the pack? Mm. You know? Like, it should oh, be down the beach. Oh, that shit happens all the time, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're not, they just don't know any better, it, right? It's, 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 for, like, it's for their safety, too. You know, it's not like, you know... Maybe they they get a permit for that part of the you know the beach from the city or whatever business license. What, but it's like those they're they're dangerous because they don't know any different, mm-hmm. and it's dangerous for the guys that are surfing and they're you know like me. I'll go up and do a fucking turn like three inches from your fucking yeah. earlobe, you know. To, but just, one just move of them, like yeah. <laughs> no, that's the hard thing sometimes to convey to like the learner surfers is when you kind of just address what they've done or, or whatever it is, and you're just like. Look, what you're doing now is dangerous for not just for me, but also for you. Yeah. So yeah, you try and like teach them. There's a lot of people who just lose their rag and blow up. Yeah, you, you got to kind of break it yeah. down. But it doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. So I, I try and you know be level headed if, if something happens and just say, hey, look, what you're doing is dangerous because of this. You know, you basically threw your surfboard at me as I was on the wave, which is a big no-no. Yeah. You know, and some people take it well, some people it kind of hits their ego a little bit and they feel, you know, offended and they're, oh, oh, oh. you know, but um, it kind of has to be done. Cause I mean, I see it today, like, you know, waves coming in and nobody wants to just back paddle to the white water or, or to the part of the wave. They always yeah. think they can outrace. It's like a pet peeve, you know, like. It's not that they don't. Like they paddle, they, you're going this way and they think they're going to yeah. out run you paddling versus you riding the wave yeah. and you, they you don't get, want to be they don't guess, want to be in the impact zone they no, don't they want to get that they don't want yeah. to go towards the yeah the, no. the rough part yeah they don't want to go through that minor discomfort they just want to go for the potential you know threat of death yeah you know yeah um, a little whitewater turbulent yeah. versus getting stabbed or finned in the freaking head by a surfer yeah, yeah they on. haven't figured it out it'll take you know <laughs> them getting injured probably until they realize it so crazy. So your website, you know, Raglan Surf Report, it started in 2015. Like up till then, were you just a, a smart ass cracking jokes and just who you are now? And like, what made you start your, um, you know, your, uh, you know, adventure into making videos on the internet? Yeah. Um, no, because I, I mean, it's always me. Like, you know, it's not like 2015. I was like, I'm a new man. I'm going to do some internet stuff. Uh, I, what was it? No, it was because me and a friend of mine, we'd been doing this like this this TV show thing. It was like an action sports show. And we'd been like presenting for it. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to you know, make a little series thing and practice my presenting. And, uh, and then so I just got a camera and made this Raglan Surf Report thing. 
and which it started off as just a, like a really shit surf report. Yeah. And so, uh, so but humorous right off the bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight off the bat. Um, and and that was pretty much it. It's, it's, it's interesting, and most time we talk to people, whether it's a biz, it just sometimes just happens, but it, it happens because you have a certain point of view that's totally different, you know, like nothing just happens. Like it just timing, yeah. you have something, but there's usually a pivotal moment where, you know, you do something that isn't like, if I do this, this is gonna happen, or this is gonna, you just do something that's mm. like. You just stop. You just start, yeah. Yeah. and then you get the feedback, and then the kind of praise, what, or, you What know. were you broadcasting it on, just a website, or was it like a, a local, like TV thing, or? Oh, the, for the TV show? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on like, uh, what do you guys call it, cable, cable TV, yeah. like pay TV. Uh, yeah, it was something sponsored by Mountain Dew, and, it was just me and my friend, and we'd go and, go and try these different obscure sports. Um, it was pretty fun, but I think so we did like Ragland two seasons. So Raglan Surf Report, and you would do... No, it wasn't Raglan Surf Report. This okay. was like a completely different thing. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. was that? What was... What that was, was called it? Easy Is Hard. I don't, I don't know what that meant. <laughs> yeah. Like, pick, trying to do stuff that is out of your wheelhouse, but it's... Yeah. I think the whole idea behind it was that to make something easy, it's actually really hard to get to that point. Yeah, so we'd go and try these obscure sports and be <laughs> terrible at them. And um, Sounds like a cool We're killing cool it. Show. Well, it was fun. We did stuff like we did uh, roller derby. We did ice hockey, um, uh, drift triking. Um, drift uh, what else? triking? Is that, is that yeah, yeah, a little yeah, tricycle? Yeah, 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 the downhill oh drifting gosh. thing. Um, we did heaps of stuff. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And how, how did that come about? Just I can't remember. Someone someone I knew was just like, hey, do you want to come in for a meeting? Um, we're going to do this show. And uh, yeah, and that was pretty much it. And then that's how I met, um, have you seen Feces? My yeah. mate Feces? Yeah. Yeah, his name's Luke. Um, I've unfortunately stitched him up and now everyone knows him as Feces. <laughs> but, um, that, that, that's Luke that's where Luke. we met. Yeah, so we started doing, doing that first. Yeah. yeah. Feces, they're so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> not poopy. No, uh, not poopy. Feces, yeah. I kind of feel bad because he like he gets people just yelling like feces. Like he'll be with people and like feces, and he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, it's fucking hilarious, but it's like, shit, my name's yeah, shit. feces. <laughs> I, guys, I honestly didn't think I would catch on that that, that much. Did you guys make money doing that? Um, yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah. Was it uh, paid through the studio or the conversation uh, or no? That was sponsored, sponsored, sponsored yeah, by Mountain Dew. Yeah, Sick. And we had to drink that shit. Yeah, it's, it's not that good. That's not good, yeah. man. It's like poison. Yeah, yeah. But if they want to give me money, man, I'll <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. No, it's delicious for the right price. Oh, delicious for the right price. It's a delicious thirst quenching drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid to sell out, man. Fuck, someone pay me. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all. Shoots! Shoots! That's fucking so good. Uh, that. that I, no, I wouldn't say. It. That energy drink mm. skit. That How you weird did. it is that it's become. The, no, but yeah, the, but, like the one you did is you're, you're in the, you know, the suit, the. You oh, know, the hazmat suit. The, the hazmat, yeah, yeah. the ventilation and stuff. <laughs> you know, every time you say things gonna explode. Yeah. Holy shit, it's too fucking good. Yeah, and then I ended up doing something that they sponsored. So yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, being being true to yourself, being real, just being inter- entertainer, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, that's, you know, we're kind of jumping ahead, obviously, but like the, the no holds bar, like everybody, it's a free for, you know? Like, you know, you shouldn't pigeonhole yourself into like one comedy, you know? Like, yeah, the, yeah, sur- yeah. like the surfing world has so many dimensions and like just shit to be made fun of. <laughs> Oh, there's yeah. like so much stuff. There's yeah. so much stuff. And in the World Wide Web now, it's like endless content. Yeah. It just it opens up a world where you can like show people this like there's, stupid idea that you may have. Like, you know? like there's stuff where, you know, you and others that similar. I, I'll watch it and I'm like, that, is that for real? And then I go and look up the real people <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. Like that's somebody's serious about this. Somebody yeah. really does this. Like that is... It's just mind-blowing on where people are, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Good for them. Hey. Yeah. You yeah. know? They're, well, whatever you're into. Whatever you're also, into. whatever you're into could be hilarious to someone else. Yeah. That's it, you know? Yeah. No harm, no foul. The, the satire and, and <laughs> dry humor is amazing. Because, you, like you said, it's hard to... If, you, if they saw you for the first time, like, is this guy... Yes. This? I love that. That's my favorite thing. If I can, like, get someone... <laughs> yeah. I made a video, um, like, a month ago when I was into about blonde dreadlocks. And it was just a crap little video that I made. Um, and, and then... Bumble. Yeah, bummer club. Yeah. But, and then just had all these people just saying, oh, man, you're sad. And just like, oh, it's just, you're, you know, what a dick. And, like, just all these people were fully triggered by it. And it's like... How can you not see that this the is humor. like a joke? Yeah. And someone just thought this would be funny if it was satire. And I was like, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, just, yeah, I don't think people do their, their homework and they just take everything literally. Like yes. as soon as they see it, it's like, wait, you know, like, Have let me do a little think. backstory. Who yeah. is this guy? And then, you, you know, if you scroll down like four posts and you're like, okay, fuck. It's not just making fun of dreadlocks it's making fun of it's yeah. fun, everybody it's, yeah and it's, it's just trigger happy people for sure yeah but i sheep. love that too yeah if i can if i can like trigger someone it means i've done a good job so i, I mean I, I would assume you you know you got cable and you get all these american shows like we grew up on snl saturday night live mm. which was just you know parody and skit driven fucking hilarious it's gone through its years of good and bad we had Mad TV, which was also fucking hilarious, and we had In Living Color. Yeah. All three were unique to their own kind of like demographic and comedian skits, but yeah. they were so fucking good. And now that we, you know, we're kind of living in this new world where the phone is our TV, you know, yeah. like it's refreshing that we get like these little skits and stuff, and you know, it's. Yeah, it's satire. It's fun. It's like it's. What's it's don't stop taking shit so serious, yeah. and it's okay to make fun of people and poke fun, and nobody's getting hurt over it. Yeah, but but, but we grew up on content like this. Mm. Like I said, the best shows were these. You know, did the Jerky Boys ever make it to? Uh, <laughs> jerky, see it there. The what? Jerky Boys. What's that? Fuck. They're, so they were they were doing these skits, but they call people up on the phone. It's just, oh, okay. it's just audio. Yeah, yeah before yeah. before like prank TV. calls. Yeah, prank yeah. calls. Yeah, it's the funniest shit. Like, oh my gosh, like the way they they harass people and people think it's real. They're like, what? Like, but they had these certain caricatures that oh. would call certain things, and you you got familiar with that particular character, you know, yeah, and yeah. then. 
they would just ball bust people on the phone like yeah. fucking so hard and it was it was good you know and it's a trip how entertainment has changed so much right like mm. I don't even watch regular TV anymore and I know a lot of my well. friends like don't watch we just stream the vanilla shit. scripted yeah, everyone fucking just bullshit just YouTube or yeah. you know what I mean like shitty sitcoms and it's stuff so like that it's bad. just vanilla crap yeah. so bad like Netflix people watch shit on yeah. Netflix and but it's so weird how like mainstream TV I don't even have it anymore you know I don't even well know they gotta check it. all they got yeah. you know they're owned by these big organizations and they have you know parameters and they got boxes to check and you know hey gotta have a fucking gay guy you know I gotta have a black guy and an Asian guy and this and that oh and the this diversity girl. boxes and are insane like yeah. well that and then and then the, the you know if everything has to hit like all these notes and it's like okay sprinkle it in but then it's it, it's almost contrived too forced yeah and you're just kind of like they, people, it, it's people, just yeah. different like you know there's no Seinfelds anymore there's no like friends and, and you know yeah. stuff that was a little I guess edgy at the time, mm. but that was normal. It wasn't even considered edgy. It was just kind of like normal. Now you look back, you're like, oh, you can never have that, that type of show on today. And it's like, why not? The thing is now, you cannot offend even a single person. <laughs> yeah. Like no. you can't, that's why they have all the diversity boxes and they're so like terrified of going in a certain way or whatever it is. Yeah. But the thing with comedy is that if you say something so ridiculous and offensive, it's obviously a joke. Yeah. Right, and people people forget that. Like when you say something that is so ridiculous, and people take it on board and just like, oh, I can't believe you said yeah. that, and just like, well, I'm I'm actually poking fun at that subject, yeah, because that is just the most ridiculous thing yeah. that well, I've seen. If you don't see the humor and the satire in this, then yeah, you're stupid. Yeah, just go somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> well, I I got in trouble with someone for like using the word retard. Um, on a podcast clip and they were just like you can't say that man you can't talk about these people what about these people who have who have um, uh, it was something about like the surfboard industry about like these um, eight year old retarded children in Thailand or something and I was just taking the absolute piss about like the manufacturing process that they have That's in it. third world yeah. countries it was pretty obvious yeah. and they're just like you can't say that stuff because what if you know people are battling with these disabilities and stuff and I was just like Oh man, I don't want to have to explain what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Just, just oh. I'm so glad like, it's definitely there's gnarly comedians like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. That yeah. have kind of like put the put their foot down. Yeah, or, they're just like, nah, I'm not I'm not Yeah. Leaving. Well, yeah. I mean like, back in the day it was like George Carlin and then like Gallagher and like some of the you know, like Richard Pry- you know, like they there was there's always been that comedian yeah. that has but that's pushed, their, mm, pushed and, and didn't go by the you know the norm. But yeah. now it's harder for them though. It's so hard. They yeah. can, they just get boycotted like yeah, just totally. like that. But and unless that's you the thing that Dave Chappelle has done is he's kind of fucking put people back in check and go, dude. Yeah. Like all you have to do is fucking turn it off. All mm. you have to do is not watch. You don't it. have to try and destroy his career. Yeah. You just don't watch. Well, it. well, yeah. he's fortunate. He's so fucking rich that he could just sit, put up the yeah. middle finger to everybody but a lot of other people striving to get to that next level yeah, can't they can't they gotta be freaking handicapped and, and and I love it because the most influential people in my mind are, well, like Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle they're kind of putting people like no dude you can't you can't challenge the status quo yeah talk yeah. about yeah. both That's sides the same thing. Like, talk about everything to hurt people it's just humor like yeah 
Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, censorship is the... the like, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life, and it's you're too young probably to know this movie, it's called Blazing Saddles. Oh, shit. Have you ever heard of that movie? Is it a parody? It's a parody. Yeah. But it's... I've in, heard of it. I don't know if I've seen it. I think it was like early 70s, mm. that, like when it came out, and it's a Mel Brooks movie. And nice. the shit that happens on the show, the, the, the main dude was a black guy, mm. right? He was the, the hero of the thing. But there was like, you know, racial undertones and stuff. But it, it was funny because he was the hero. And he was the guy that was the smartest guy in the room, you know? And it's, you it's, can't make a movie like that yeah. again. Because, I don't know. I mean, I loved it. And yeah. I watched it oh, over it's and over. A, it's a, Cult classic. I mean, it was a classic then. It's still yeah. classic now. Like you know, it, it it will last a time of you know test of time. Did you see Rolling Thunder? You know um, that movie? Oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. You movie. know how many people got pissed off about that? <laughs> yeah. By Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yes, I it love that. Insane. It was so what good. What be? It was so you good. People. Yeah, you people. Because it's like, it's clearly like, like, the, it's, it's like the, yeah, the, the, the Jewish <laughs> director or financier, the, you know, like everybody's character was so spot on yeah, to yeah. like, and the caliber, like the fact that they got all those people, you know, oh, all like, the like, A-listers to mm. do that. Tom Cruise in Tom that Cruise movie. Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. Tom Cruise in that movie. And then, uh, the fucking glasses. What, what, what did he say? Uh, I forget which character, but again, with the word retard. Mm. Like, go simple, full simple retard. Time. You can't go full retard, yeah. <laughs> you full but, retard. you know, again, we're, I mean, I, this is us. We're going off subject, but this is us being like fans of you and what you're putting, the content you're putting out is like, it's so refreshing and it's fun. And it's like in an industry that's just, you know, trying to, you know, when you look at that, you look at the tour, that organization, and yeah, you look yeah. at other things and you know hey there's ways to be professional and monetize or whatever but it's like there's room for yeah. a little bit of everything and I, I, I feel like there needs to be more of Luke you know mm. and, and others they're like fucking give us a break of just the, the BS and yeah. boring bullshit comedy is the best medicine laughter <laughs> yeah. is the best medicine oh it is because I mean I mean there's always bad shit going on in the world but yeah. like you know I, I know people are just um bit tired with like where surfing is in terms of like you know you got the the surf leagues and you know all that sort of thing and um I don't, like surf dads just all of it really yeah. like it gets pretty serious yeah you know yeah and you kind of just gotta like just take a breather from it and be like hey it's just surfing like everyone's just out here having fun you know don't take it too seriously totally. it's a it's a trip because you know with the industry and such a weird you know influx like COVID boosted our, our industry, our economy in, mm. in the surf world. And then like WSL, like it's become a pretty viable circuit, but you know, there's definitely things wrong with it, but with no magazines and I don't know, there's, less, there's less outlets. And yeah. And, and the ones that, like you said, the WSL does, well in some things and it falls short in another a lot of things yeah. you know and saying you when know, the ways and, are good and, and, and everyone's happy right like but when the ways are shit it's like 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, just the wind comes through, yeah. But, you know, and here we are. They should have had it a week before. Yeah. They should have yeah. had a week after. They should have looked the window. It's like, yeah. yeah. And we talk about that. You know, if the waves are fucking pumping, no complaints. No complaints. No. You know, as soon as the waves are like suspect, a couple of close calls, because, you know, you know and, and the close calls happen in any condition. But, you know, that's yeah. pretty far and few between for the most part. But it does stick. It's like. Nobody remembers the fucking 10 best rides. They remember the one, you know, mm. bad ride. It's like the one bad judged wave or whatever. And somebody gets, it, yeah, it's just, it's really hard to get, you know, past some of those like calls, but. But see, that's another thing to poke fun at is the yeah. people who like have their high expectations for what they think a surfing event is. And it's like, they're getting it for free. The free entertainment yeah. is free. And then they're just like, oh no, you know, they've yeah. got everything to say about yeah. it. Yeah. You're, you're not paying yeah. to watch these events, which is mind blowing, you just know? Like so it's like, life, you, gotta take the you could change the, the channel. Mm. Change the fucking channel. Surfing. Yeah, yeah. You'd, think, channel. you'd think surfers would realize how the ocean works by this point. Yeah. And that, you know, you can have a, a the 14 day window and it can be flat because that's yeah. that's how surfing is. I went to the Mentawas recently and it was like two foot, like for 10 days. And like there were people just like, oh, mm, when, the, when are the waves coming? I thought this was supposed to be the best place in the world. I was like, man, have you surfed before? This is how surfing works. Have you yeah. looked around yeah. and be how like fucking killer this place is? And yeah. like, go fucking snorkel, go fucking catch a fish, go fucking- Just enjoy like, yourself. Don't yeah. have your, like, don't set the bar up so high. You can't do that if you're a surfer. Yeah. So going back to you, what, uh, cause you've been with Fulcum for, long 23 years 23 years yeah you're almost as long as uh, yeah so so how did that come about um they just poached me from town and country yeah no because they kind of had a little bit of a presence in in raglan at the time my friend um jc who was like the ceo of volcom australasia at the time he'd um i think he bought a property in raglan he was kind of hanging out and he was like, that kid is the next... Luke C. C. He's, he's the next him, man. I want him on the team. And then he just like gave me some stuff. Hey, we could get this yeah. kid for a box of eight yeah. items and yeah, yeah, a yeah. dozen stickers. Two stickers. Yeah, three lead rope strings, two stickers. Yeah. So when did your growth spurt come? Like oh uh, man I'd say when I hit 37 and all that. <laughs> yeah that's when the real growth spurt happened um nah I don't know like 15 or 16 or something I went yeah. from like at one point I went from like 5 foot probably 5 foot 2 to like 6 foot in maybe a year or something fuck yeah that's crazy how many board changes did you have that year uh, it was confusing it was a yeah. confusing time that's... Yeah, but I think my boards were kind of big already yeah that's tough. I mean, you know, the, the adolescence, you know, you look at these, you know, these kids that are phenoms, like, oh my gosh, this kid's 12. Look at how fucking crazy good he is. And they go through these weird growth spurts and then they don't really excel. And then there's other kids that kind of, it's just like, yeah, you know, body mechanics and, you know, being on the right boards. Like there's a, you know, there's some people where you're like, holy crap, that person, like, I don't even remember him surfing that good. You know, like there's this weird changes in the yeah. adolescent years. Sometimes they're did it perfect at the compact pre-pubescent. And then they, yeah. And then you can either grow into it. Like, dude, you've lost it. I was pretty lucky. I wasn't like out of proportion or anything. So it was all good. So yeah. I just got to, um, what's the time? Oh shit. I'm um, sorry. I just checked. Um, I got to text John Freeman because we were going to film something. So. Fuck oh, that guy. really? Fuck that guy, man. 
Jonathan um, Wayne Freeman. Yeah. Oh. We had him on the podcast. Too. No, we can right take him? a pause. Yeah. Our shoes break. So. <laughs> this guy, I just so. spun him out right there. <laughs> oh. God, now I've lost my train of thought. I'll start. This guy is a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, so, you know, here you are being creative and, you know, you've done this little TV commercial skit with Mountain Dew. We won't mention them. Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah. We won't mention them. Hit, hit that Mountain Dew. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and, you know, what, like, what was your thinking of, hey, I could maybe do something more? Was Instagram, this is 2015, so Instagram was just barely starting. Yeah, what was your... The video, the video thing on Instagram wasn't even really kind of... It was pictures, I think. Yeah, right? it was kind of pictures, and then you could do like 15-second videos. That was the worst. So I was just putting stuff on um, the, uh, the human wasteland of Facebook. Um, Ooh. So... <laughs> was it, it wasn't quite MySpace era, it was Facebook. Legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was it was Facebook and um, yeah that was pretty much it and not so much Instagram but then they started getting video and then I started pushing it more on Instagram and then it just like a lot of my earlier stuff is pretty crap um, but I mean that's when you start anything you learn and you yeah. figure things out and um, yeah and then it just I just started learning more how to make videos and, and all that sort of thing and um, and your your idea was just focus on like what you know about surfing yeah like yeah, that's yeah. who you're catering to that's what you know yeah that's it and you know i always wanted to make entertainment i was just like well the best way to do it is do it about something that i know yeah you know i'm a surfer that's all i know so i guess that was the form of entertainment that i was going to try and make yeah what what was your first skit or what was your first episode oh it was like it was i was sitting on a park bench looking at the surf I was like, hey, here's the Raglan surfer bought for today. And I looked at the surf and I was like, it's shit. <laughs> and then that was it. That was it. It was like a 10 second video or whatever it is. And then that was it. And then I think my first few were just kind of like that. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, it's windy or, you know, just like. Now, now yeah. on Facebook, was were people commenting and like saying, bro, that was pretty funny. You should. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And it gave you affirmation of like, I'm, you're on to something. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, okay, like, people I, think this is funny, whatever, I'll, I'll keep doing it. And I mean, that's what's kept me going the whole time. It's yeah, just like, I, I would have like, done oh, that for the this. next 365 days, the same thing, just <laughs> yeah. it's fucking shit as a fucking basket. <laughs> Surf report again, it's, it's fucking shit. shit. Yeah. In, in hindsight, I mean, I probably should have done that. You know, could have blown up even more. People like simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to come here with fucking shit. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, the rights are really good, but fucking mm. lefts are shitty again. Yeah, it's just crap. It's just all around crap. <laughs> and did you have like support from like family and friends, or you're just kind of like on, yeah, you know, on yeah. your no, everyone seemed to to like it. Yeah, and, yeah. I get uh, the thing is with like doing stuff like that is that it's the first step is always the hardest, just putting yourself out there and doing something that's a little bit different. Yeah. And um, yeah, kind of once I got past that, I was just like, "All right, I'll just, I'll just yeah. keep doing this." I already made an ass of myself. Exactly. Them. Yeah. But if I do it again, it's not yeah. gonna really fucking hurt. It's like the damage has already been done. <laughs> like if I look like a dick and these ones are terrible, then if I get better at it, then I'll hopefully look like less of a dick. Do you, you know, do you look at what your, you know, the content you've put out and and what's had, you know 
a lot more responses or engagement versus others? Do you say, oh, maybe I should focus on doing that? Because it doesn't seem like there's continuity. Yeah, like I follow, no. I follow everything. You know, yeah, like yeah. we're we're freaking super fans. So I see, like, I just think you just you're in the moment and you make fucking shit happen, which is really, really good. Like, yeah. that's, I, like, you know, like there's, you know, most people is like, hey, this is a business plan. I'm monetizing this. I'm, I got this like. I got this idea. I know what works, what doesn't. It doesn't. You, know, you can't just do what works all the time. It's got to yeah, be yeah, fucking yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And we know that you don't do it just for the money. No. Right. Because mm-hmm. the money comes when you're doing something. Well, if you do it good, if you do the job well, then yeah. it comes in the end. You can't just try and work your way around it. Yeah. Yeah. And in in the start of like of this, were you? You were thinking, okay, I'm going to make videos and hopefully make money. No. Off. No. No. No, okay. no, not at all. Just make people laugh. Yeah. No, that was it. And, and that's always got to be the, the, the main thing is that I'm nothing not, about making money from it. It's I'm not like, pleasing anybody. Exactly. you gotta, you got to make people laugh. Like, that's my whole thing is I like, just, like, entertain people, make them laugh, whatever. And if I'm doing that, then I'm, I'm doing it properly. And then if I'm thinking, oh, if I do this, then that'll tap into this algorithm and then that'll get these people on board <laughs> and then this will be able to monetize through that. And it's just like, nah, if you do that, it's going to be shit. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that, that's a, yeah, that's. So and people uh, have that, people have formulas, you know, like social well, media formulas. That's what I was kind of starting to kind of get at. Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's people that have gone to school and they, 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 they know these, you know, business plan social media business plan you know mm. they know how to hit those algorithms yeah fucking words this that clip you know and it's I hate and that, that works shit. when you're you know you're you're building content for a particular business a brand or a brand or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. but you are your brand mm. and you don't have to answer to anybody no. like you are what you put out so there's you know that's you know kind of refreshing in a yeah. way because you're not handi- you know handicapped or cuffed to a certain you know, look yeah. or demographic. Or... That, and that, that's what I like is that I don't have really a formula. Like every video is kind of like its own thing. Yeah. There's no one specific style to yeah. it. Like I'll, I'll see a, a movie or a video and I'm like, oh, I really like that, that edit or that cut or that shot um, and or that genre. And I'll be like, oh, it'd be cool to like mix this into surfing somehow. And, and that's what I like. I'm not trying to do like one kind of formula. Yeah. You know, like some shitty TikTok video, how they all like, they just have the same fucking formula every time. Yeah. Well, like people, song. Yeah. People have their same formula every time. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm the taco guy. I go and eat tacos. And it's some guy going around all these taco shops eating tacos and doing something like that, which is probably cool. Yeah. But like, I'm a taco guy and then I'll go and like throw baseballs at a watermelon and, you know, I'll go and pet, pet dogs or whatever. You know, not saying I actually do those things, but like... I'm not doing just like eating tacos. Which is know? fine. I'm going to do heaps of random shit and I'll film it differently. And hey, there's a formula for everybody. If you're a taco enthusiast and, yeah. and you're passionate yeah. or, or pizza, you know, there's other people yeah. that do other, like, you know. Categories. I'm not saying there's anything bad about having a formula, but like, no. I, I don't have a formula. I, I think what's genuine about you is you're very, like, I, I think you are perceptive of like your environment and anybody that's been to Bali knows that 80% of the Caucasian people there are transplants, if not 99% of the people there. Yeah. You know, um, there's people that have been there and, and have really been there decades and, and, and yeah. been infused in this society. Or born there. And or born, born there. Yeah, yeah there's, all, there's all of that. But then, you know, you look at the, 
everybody rents a scooter there. Everybody, you see all these people with dogs. And I look at that, when you are a core surfer and you've been there, like yeah. we've had multiple times and you see the content you put out, you're like, <laughs> that, it resonates. That's a genius. It, it yeah. resonates because it's, it, it, you're not just, you're just being perceptive and you're like, Look at this. There's a fucking another person that you know. Like, well, I, I just try. Just, I, I just try to put. It's um, common and, sense, but it's yeah. fucking hilarious that it doesn't take much to like to to, to see it. Yeah. It's just you see it and then you put it into a different way. That's <laughs> yeah. what I do. I try and take these things that everyone sees and they they all know it's there, but then I try to put that into a video form and like just like, hey guys, this thing, you know, yeah. like you know, people renting dogs in Bali. Like, yeah. so they look like a local. And you just see it all the time. Like, no one ever says anything about it. But I was just like, well, I'm going to say something about it in this way. Oh, yeah. it's so uh, fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what, I was, uh, what? Um, sorry, I was just going to text John back real no quick. No worries. Um, put him on, call him, put him on speaker. Yeah, call him. To say, hey, I can't fucking text an interview right now, dude. Oh, I can't call him because I'm on international. Oh, you know what? I'll Here. call him. Yeah. Okay, you call him. Yeah. Oh, let's see if he answers, though. Just text him. Say, so, hey, answer your phone. Um, so, we film tomorrow when we film out other stuff. Yep. Um, television. These guys are, you know, they're, his time's valuable, so we're trying to multitask here. I know. We're calling Jonathan. Okay, call him on the, on the podcast. Hello? Mr. Freeman. What up? You're, hey. on the, you're on the podcast. You're on the podcast. Why are you, why oh are you, Lord. why are you interrupting us? How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> we, we miss you, bro. We need to do a follow-up. Dude, you, you you found the Kiwi, dude. He's, he's in the land of milk and honey in California. I know. It's fucking awesome because we, would, we wouldn't want to do a Zoom or fucking internet interview. It has to be in person. Yeah. It'd be harder for you guys to go to Raglan probably. Um, yeah. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little I bit. I can't tell if he likes it here or if he doesn't. He's just had wide He's eyes. only surfed once, so he might not like it. What do you mean? It's not all about surfing. I love it here. <laughs> He got his first proper coffee this morning, so he's in a good mood today. Wow. You caught him on a good one. Yeah. Nice. Well, hey, uh, we're not going to have him. We won't be keeping him too much longer. A couple more minutes. Maybe like yeah, 10 more minutes. As long as you want, dude. It's no big deal. He's just a popular guy, and yeah. the Californians want to meet the man. His dance ticket is punched. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. I, I do. This idea is good, though, John. It's good. we got to do it. I can't wait. Yeah, but um, yeah, let's uh, let's connect with you soon, bro. I can't wait, buddy. I'm so stoked that uh, you got to meet Luke and that uh, this episode's coming out. Can't wait to listen to it. All right, brother. Peace. Later. See, See you later on. He's that was awesome. Amazing, right? You know, he's that, a great dude. Yeah. And yeah. you know, sidebar. You know, what you do has opened up so many more relationships than just you being a good surfer. You know, like mm. we always talk about how. If you are in the surf industry and you fucking rip, like a lot of doors open up. Way more. Way Way more more doors. Because, you know, people appreciate somebody that is inspiring. You're like, fuck, that guy rips, you know? They could be a total dickhead and you could evaluate after you meet them, whatever, later. But if you rip and you're a fucking cool person and you you have a business acumen or you're just fucking funny or you're cool, like a lot of shit opens up, you know? And that's, that's what we love about our... I mean, that's life in general, but in yeah. our industry, that's like that fucking big. Oh, totally, yeah. Being cool is one thing, but yeah. if you're cool and you rip, 
But it's cool. That's the combo. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool again. I'm trying to work on both, man. I, I, want, I want like the the. Oh shit! That's my girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get her on the podcast. I don't even know how to. Hold on, I'll just I'll just message her. But you know, again, Jonathan's doing his thing, and, and the fact that you're here and able to collab and connect with him is yeah, yeah it's rad. rad. Yeah, and like yeah, because I I think I reached out to him. I was doing my podcast. Yeah, and then so the. I had him on my podcast twice, so that's how I kind of like met John and like kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of like pen pals. Yeah, yeah. remember pen pals? Yeah. Like, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna write you. Know? Hey, you're cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. can, can like I come sleep on your yeah. couch? Kit, keep, keep in touch. Keep in touch. <laughs> oh, fucking pen pals. So <laughs> while you're texting, yeah, keep going. Sorry, yeah. I'm just gonna. You start Ragnan Surf Report. And you do, you do funny surf reports, right? Mm. What what was like the game changer? What was your what was the video or skit that you did that were just like that went viral for you? I don't know. I've you never really remember. had anything that's gone viral. Yeah. I just kind of nah. I just kind of always just chipped away and thought, oh, I'm never gonna like. It's not like an overnight thing. It's something you just have to keep chipping away at. Yeah. You know? yeah. So there's no video or anything that I've been like, all right, this is. You know, I'm on my way to the top. Get those bloody, get well, that cement ready. What was the moment where, like, where your friends went, whoa, dude, like that was hilarious that, you know, put you on the map. Because there's, there's always... I don't know, do you guys know? Because I don't even know. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go come through, you know, social media and try to find a couple. Yeah, I, I honestly... Well, every I, time I, I watch, I'm fucking laughing hysterically. But you know what I mean? Like, in yeah. the beginning, you, you're doing surf reports, right? Like, you had to have, like, went a step further and, and did something more, you know? Like, mm. interviewed somebody or fucking made fun of something. I, I think the, I mean? the, the parking lot fucking talk, you know? Everybody <laughs> hanging out at the fucking back of the car park, you know? Like, it's so... Because that's every local spot, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, doing yeah. stuff where you think it's, you know, like, this, this is going to resonate here, but everybody has that, you know? Like... Just the parking lot banter. Yeah, parking lots. Man. Hey, like, when it's it's you know obviously one of your slogans and things is I love surf big surf you know like the yeah, heart of the big, big surf waves, yeah, big yeah, waves yeah. big waves and it's like oh yeah fuck uh, my knee hurts oh my head I don't know like I'll I'll come back when everybody's frothing in the parking yeah, lot yeah. like we know people like that oh yeah um, everyone knows why are you pointing at me it's uh, I'm gonna go down and surf this other spot. Yeah, I did that too. Like when I was in um, in Indo, there was like the biggest sweller while I was there, and I no shit actually had gout and could barely walk. And it was like coincidentally on the on the on the, on the biggest swell. And I was just like, "You're kidding me!" Like, and then I, I think I just made a video like that, or was about to, or something. And I was like, "Wow, that's um, yep, can't hide from that one." So, uh, yeah, it kind of made me look like a bit of a pussy with excuses, but I actually had gout. Yeah. He, and, he gets uh, it. It's yeah. no joke. It's worse than childbirth is what oh. I tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how right uh, I am with that call, but yeah. apparently I've, I've had a few frowns from some people. Yeah, so, real. what's cool is what you've been doing, you know, with the satire and, and the comedy skits. That has made you a fucking pseudo-celebrity, right? Yeah, it's quite weird. It's weird, yeah. But it's cool because here we are, in steps, you know, mm. office, and you've done a bunch of different 
um, well, the latest thing he did was the Stab Highway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was insane in Europe. But you did something before that, right? Can't remember. Yeah. I can't um, remember what I was talking about, but the Stab Highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. Well, that was cool because, like, um, yeah, Garrett reached out to me and was just like, hey. Oh, no, sorry. Um, they did, like, an article on me because they were like, we like your stuff. Can we do, like, a, a piece on you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they did this big, big, yeah, big profile on me. And then they uh, like, oh, Garrett rang me out and was like, oh, do you want to come do Stab Highway in Europe? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yeah, and then... What a great opportunity. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And I was just like, well, no, I'm not really here because of my surfing, but a little bit, you know. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was really cool to, like, you know, have that opportunity to meet all these guys because they're all legends and definitely invite me on other stuff uh, in the future, guys. <laughs> love yous. Us too. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Collaborations just, over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that was really cool because, and then I got to meet a whole bunch of new people and, and do some cool stuff. Yeah. So. And you went to Bali with Mister Thank You, or yeah, with Mackenzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is cool, and that, that's that's yeah, one of the cool things. All those skits are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I love doing shit with Mackenzie because he's like he's super positive, um, lovely, lovely man, <laughs> and um, and we get along real well. So yeah, we've. We've done a few in the last couple of years that have, have been pretty good, you know, just because he, um, he's good with taking direction. Yeah. You know, I usually say, Mackenzie, do this one and do that. And, you know, no, no, not that bad. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's good fun um, to hang out with. Yeah. And, and it is cool, like, because he's doing the same sort of stuff as me. And same thing with coming here and meeting up with John because, you know, we all kind of get it because we're doing the same sort of thing. And yeah. it's not like a, a competitive thing. It's more of like a... You know, it's really cool to be able to collaborate with with guys like that, and yeah. you know, I think that. Cool can shit. you guys please make a a video movie like a? Oh, movie? I'd love to. I want to. How um, awesome would that be? I you, know. Sterling, fucking Mister Thank You, Jonathan. Yeah. Like it would be so hilarious. Yeah. I, 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 I it'd be pretty sick. Oh my god! If there's any brands out there that listen to this, like pay us money and we will deliver. I yeah. mean, come on, that would be. I would pay. But we, you know, we're on the sales side of you know the industry on the rep, and we talk about having like the media, the well, the or me- Hollywood, or yeah, like how it how it really helps you know drive like promotes buzz and promote the, culture, the, the cult- yeah, like mm. everything, but. But also the competitiveness between brands. Like again, you guys are all independent. You're not trying to copy each other. Your own like brand. But if one does well, and you could support other like-minded people, even though you're putting out different or similar product, it helps everybody. You yeah. know. So yeah. the collabs you're doing, you know, promoting each other, doing you know cool shit. Dude, it just helps. Taylor Steele. We'll call Taylor Steele and say, <laughs> hey, we want. A comedy generation, not momentum, but a comedy generation. <laughs> comedy one, yeah. Com- yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got. Have, it. have you, like, Spencer? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Where everyone gets to write. No, everyone gets to write their own own sketch. Three, yes. Three waves and three minutes of comedy. Yeah, No surfing. Zero surfing involved. No, no. no there's got to be surfing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll have six waves. <laughs> yeah. All at Uluwatu. Yeah. But we, you know, no, we're, you know, we just, again, we're super stoked on you taking the time because I know we got to wrap this up. Yeah. You know. What boards are you writing? No, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Stacy. And how, how long have you been writing his boards? 
like uh, two years two years yeah i nice. finally got on some good boards i mean no disrespect to anyone who's shaped me boards in the past but they didn't go any good um no i think that was mainly because i was like i'm quite big and just trying to figure out how big of boards i should be riding and i'm slowly getting there foam is, yeah. Yeah. foam is your friend foam is your friend yeah. yeah but i'm still a bit hesitant to like keep going up because I, don't know. I know i'm big but like i'm not um, I feel kind of nimble still. Lightfooted. Yeah. yeah. Well, You're kinda. doing gnarly turns and gnarly aerials for being such a big human. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, the size can be a hindrance, but then it also um, it can help as yeah. well. Depending on the waves. You're still on Volcom. Yeah. And Jack, Jack Links is your main... Yeah. Jack Links. Yep. They're my, they're my main number one. And, and you told us off air, but how did that happen? Just your buddy said, "Hey, you should talk to yeah. these guys." Yeah, feces. He, um, feces. sorry, Luke. Luke. Uh, he, he, he knew the people at the advertising agency who had the account for Jack Links, and I uh, was like, "Oh yeah, we need um, someone to make some cool content. Do you know anyone?" He's like, "Yep, uh, Luke. Easy man." And then yeah, and then that was pretty much it. And that was like four years ago, I think. Jeez. Yeah, that's awesome. Good yeah, for both cool. parties, you know. Yeah. yeah, totally. Because I mean, that's. I think one of our like daily driver snacks, yeah. you know, yeah. like we try to eat well, you know, and drink yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Well, you are <laughs> drinking well because they are good beers. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, we always, jerky is probably one of those healthier snacks that we always have yeah. like in our car. Yeah. No sugar, yeah. high in protein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clean snack. Clean snack. Yeah. No so, sugars. So what's the, uh, what's the future for Raglan Report? What's the next? Good question. Movie? Um, yeah, I want to make a movie. Uh, I was talking to, um, you know, Vaughn Blakey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to him earlier in the year and he was just like, mate, you got to make a movie. He didn't say, oh, I can't do Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, sure. Because he just made that one with dildos the, um, or a director the, the or whatever. Greatest surf the greatest surf the movie boards? ever. Yeah. And oh he was just God. like, is mate, it out? It's out. It is out. Yeah, it is out. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's just full of dildos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. he was just like, "Nah, you got to do it. You got to make a film." He's like, "I fucking make one. It's full of dildos. You can do one." I was like, "No, oh, okay." And so, I mean, that was my goal this year. Which no, actually, it wasn't this year's goal. No, it was, but I haven't achieved it. So yeah. next year, yeah, yeah, just push it. it out. Nobody knows. Yeah, I didn't push. Delete cool post down, yeah. down, down, down the line. Yeah, I'll bit. just shuffle them along. <laughs> yeah, so I want to. Yeah. yeah, even if it's just like fifteen minutes, you know, just a short film. So are you traveling a lot, like you know, are you at home most of the year? Like, what's your kind of schedule yeah yeah um, yeah at home most of the time yeah. I've done a little bit more this year but yeah like after COVID I was just like when I can travel I want to get out there a bit more yeah and um, it just yeah it's just more inspiring going out and experiencing the world you know and it yeah. just helps what I'm doing because um, yeah just more inspiration and you know get to come places like this and experience Southern California surf culture which is kind of you know one of the epicenters of surfing I guess yeah and you went to the 2% uh, premiere they had it. was that San Clemente? Yeah, in San Clemente, yeah. Yeah. And you went wild. to a Rams game. He's going to a Dude, Laker game yeah. in a couple well, of nights. He's going yeah, to, I'm just trying to do it all. He's going to Kansas City. Not yep. New York, not Miami, not San Francisco, not... Where? Yeah, Kansas give, City? Give me the grit of yeah. this country. No, yeah. it's good. Yeah, family. I want to get right into the heart of, of America. Hey, they've probably got fucking really good... Barbecue. Food, barbecue and beef and yeah, oh everything that you probably left home for yeah that's like, what i'm after yeah but no the uh yeah the, the travels i think are important you know not just 
for you for content, you know? Yeah, because totally, it's yeah. like when you're at Inspiration home. Yeah, like, dude, when you're There's out, a lot of funny, there's a lot of parodies you can find out on the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, And I noticed that um, last year I, I did my first, I took this tour on the road. I went to Australia and Indo last year and I just found that it was it was just better like I was just more inspired to make stuff and I saw a whole bunch of silly shit happening like in Bali with the dogs yeah. and people like not wearing helmets on their motorbikes stuff like that that Crazy you don't shit. get at home so it's like well yeah. I'm not going to make a video about something that doesn't exist in my hometown yeah. yeah. so it's good to get out and you know just variety yeah see different things after Kansas back home or yeah I'm back back in LA for a few days so I don't know I might come back down here or somewhere else and then yeah. and then back home well, if you come to Huntington, let us know. I may do. I'll see how I go. Yeah, yeah we know yeah. a couple of cool people there. Yeah. Well, yeah that's where you guys are treatment. from. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Huntington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool well, shit. dude. Fucking know, epic. We know your uh, dance card is full, and Jonathan Wayne Freeman wants to get you on his set. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing something tomorrow for his thing. And then I'm going to try and squeeze my thing in at the same time. And then we've got a bloody Halloween party in the afternoon. So it's just like, it's all go. Yeah. Yeah. It's how it should be though. Yeah. yeah Full totally. tilt. Yep. Full yeah. tilt. Well, fucking awesome. Thank Dude. you. Cheers, boys. Appreciate really, it. Really Before appreciate you leave, we've got a late night with Chalky Hat. Yeah. yeah that's the one. Um, if you are able to go by Huntington or Laguna Beach or San Clemente, San Clemente or, Newport, or Bonsai Bowls sick. for you and your oh, lady. Oh, Bonsai Bowls. Epic. Thank you. Yeah. Was that like a... Acai bowl place? Acai bowl, yeah. yeah. I had my first acai bowl earlier in the year, actually. In Bali or... Uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a big fan of peanut butter? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a tattoo that says I heart peanut butter. <laughs> Shut the fuck he up. Lied. He wow. really likes yeah. I was going to say, that was my favorite part of the acai bowl, was the peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Me too. Fucking, you guys are, I always get extra peanut butter in my... You guys are fucking weird. Thank you. So weird. Quick, quick shout out to our sponsors. Thisneonwave.com Get your late night with Chalky Hat. Every $50 purchase. Checkout code late night. night. Thank you, Cavalier Pools and Spas. Thank you, Shoots Beer, Ashland Heart Seltzer, and uh, Loose Towels, and fucking everybody else. Oh! What? Do you have a sunscreen sponsor? No. Bro. Oh. Strider. Uh, I got another present for you, bro. Oh, yes. Strider Raspberry fucking. What's it called? Shade. Shade Shade. sunscreen. Oh, you legend. And, and if you. it works for, the, for that freaking ginger, That's it will perfect. work for you. That's perfect. Yep. I needed that too. I haven't worn sunblock since I've been here. But the sun yeah. here is pretty mellow compared to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah you're closer yeah. to the sun? No, there's more pollution. We are, we're closer. We're just more elevated, higher up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the nipple of the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, before you sign off, or we sign off, Thank you very much. No, dude. thank you. Thank you for having me. You're you're hilarious. We love watching what you do, and we can't wait for you to uh, come up with a movie. Uh, It'll happen eventually. Hopefully, the next time you're out, we can either go premiere. To, I have a premiere. Yeah, yeah. Either go to a Laker game with you, or at least go surfing with the famous 
goofy footer. Definitely. S- Luke C. Cedarman. Yeah. He fucking rips. He fucking rips. Yeah. boys. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Bonsai Bowls. Hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations. Two in Hawaii, five in Southern California. Bonsai Bowls. Go get some. Caliente Southwest Grill. Clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family-owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com, for all your party pack and catering needs. You could also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen, it's been around since the sun. Shade Shade. Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.